News, politics, entertainment, and more. Welcome to the Informant. Independent talk, pursuing truth, informing everyone. Now, here is the Informant, Eric Thompson. Good afternoon. And good afternoon. Welcome to The Informant. My name is Eric Thompson here on The Range. Thank you for watching. If you want to get a hold of me, go to my website, www.the-informant.com. You can find my social media links all over there. Emails, eric at theinformantshow.com if you want to send me an email. I've been watching three hours of the the democratically controlled House Committee on Oversight and Reform on C-SPAN. But that's a lot of fun right there, isn't it? And why would I do such a thing? Because I want to give you the overview of what the rats, Michael Cohen, President Trump's, one of his former attorneys who's now been disbarred from the New York uh, law. He can no longer practice law in New York because his license has been stripped because he's a felon for lying. He was called by uh, Representative Cummings and Shifty Shift of California to come in and share with them everything that he everything he knows about President Donald Trump and his dirty deeds and his misgivings and his Russia collusion and on and on and on was what they really needed and what Cohen as we go throughout what he said today what really what it comes down to Cohen is just like Comey I'm guilty Except Comey hasn't been indicted and charged and and accused and charged and guilty. Is it? He's like, well, I'm here because I was invited and I really screwed up, but I'm really not a bad person and I'm turning my life around. And uh, my 70 years of possible sentences for my the laws I broke is only three. And then if I continue to help the Southern Court of New York to try to go after other things that maybe <clears throat> uh, uh, um, the plaintiff number one or the, the person of interest number one, Donald Trump, maybe that could be shortened even more. And I've had people offering me very lucrative book deals and movie deals. So why is Cohen up in D.C.? Because he's just fattening that bank account that is going to be fatter and fatter as his, as his book deal and movie deal is goes bigger and bigger. So what you have is he's trying to reduce his sentence to serve maybe a year or no term at all for helping them. And then he can be a multi, 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 multi millionaire, just like Blasey Ford. Where is she? Where is the Kavanaugh accuser? And how did she become so wealthy? Just do the biddings of the left. Well, what happened to this morning is that uh, Cohen showed up with Lanny Davis, Hillary Clinton's for, uh, former attorney, representing him. After they spoke with Cummings and Shift on, this is what we're going to ask you. Now, this is supposed to be a search for truth. No, we're inviting you to come 
and the, and as a democratic leadership, we're going to ask you these questions, and how would you answer those? You know, oh, good. Well, you'd answer them that way. Well, then maybe we'll ask these questions. It's freaking dirty, 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 dirty route. Well, let's head. Let's jump right into this. This is how it started out. Here is a video from Jim Jordan. It's a, just a little uh, snapshot of how he opened up the proceedings today. Now, he is the ranking member of this House Committee on Oversight and Reform. Michael Cohen, I want everyone in this room to think about this. The first announced witness for the 116th Congress is a guy who is going to prison in two months for lying to Congress. Mr. Chairman, your chairmanship will always be identified with this hearing. And we all need to understand what this is. This is the Michael Cohen hearing presented by Lanny Davis. That's right. Lanny Davis choreographed the whole darn thing. The Clinton's best friend, loyalist, operative, Lanny Davis put this all together. You know how we know? He told our staff. He told the committee staff. He said the hearing was his idea. He selected this committee. He had to talk Michael Cohen into coming. And most importantly, he had to persuade the chairman to actually have it. He told us it took two months to get that job done, but here we are. He here we are. Yes, we are here, and uh, there is a lot that we have to cover because leading up to it, and we'll jump right into an article from the Daily Caller, this was what was expected, and then you're going to see how it kind of went down. It says, Michael Cohen pours cold water on collusion. Oops in congressional testimony, but makes bombshell WikiLeaks claim. Former Trump lawyer Michael Cohen will tell Congress today, um, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, today, that he saw no direct evidence of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia, but that he did not, but that he did overhear a conversation in which Roger Stone told Donald Trump he spoke to WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. Cohen will testify that Stone told Trump that WikiLeaks planned to release emails stolen from the Democratic National Committee. Cohen will also say that Trump implicitly instructed him that instructed him to lie to Congress about efforts to build a tower in Moscow. Cohen acknowledged that Trump did not directly. <laughs> yeah, he was that he was instructed to, but he was not directly instructed to. Um, this he this is all coming from the um, the pre-written. Uh, opening statement that Cohen was going to give because this is a pre-scripted Lanny Davis attempt to try to muddy up the water and to try to say when he goes to the New York court or to the, uh, the attorney general or the um, U.S. attorney's office, look, um, we're helping you. We even uh, subjected our client to scrutiny up at the House Committee on Oversight. And we, he's done everything he can, and his children and family are terrified. So why don't we just not send him to jail because he's been such a great public servant? That's the hope. So they, they released the notes, and all Cohen had to do is just stay on, stay on task um, because they, they think by scripting it out that there's no way he could further hurt himself. But that's not, I don't think, how it went down. Cohen's 20-page opening statement was released Tuesday night, and that's what they're using for this article. Uh, Cohen's claims about Roger Stone are perhaps the biggest bombshell. Quote, a lot of people have asked me about whether Mr. Trump knew about the release of the hijacked Democratic National Committee emails ahead of time 
The answer is yes, Cohen plans to testify. He was a presidential candidate who knew that Roger Stone was talking about Julian Assange's Assange about a WikiLeaks drop above the Democratic National Committee's emails. So that was supposed to be the big bombshell. Well, here's an article from the Daily Wire. Michael Cohen to Congress. Now, this is today. Here is my irrefutable evidence of President Trump's illicit acts. At 10 a.m. on Wednesday, uh, Donald Trump's former fixer, Michael Cohen, who has been sentenced to three years in prison for multiple charges, including fraud and campaign finance violations, will give his opening statement before the House Oversight Committee, which is scheduled to be a multi-day testimony. His prepared remarks have been released in advance. So here is, as before I go through what he was going to say and then what he did say, the frustration is Cohen, a couple hours before they actually started testimony, then Lanny Davis and them said, oh, here are some checks and some things that we're going, that we're going to cover today. So when they started the a hearing, the Republicans said, you know what? The, the House regulations rules are that we need 24 hours to review what's going to be covered when there's testimony. So we're asking for a one-day delay. And Cummings, who is the who is the ranking member, he's act of the Democratic, so he's actually the chairman of the committee. Said, nope. Um, because what they did is he said, um, anybody have anything else to say? And some Democrats said, um, we like to move that we're going to table the discussion on whether we should delay this, <laughs> and they did. So they're going to maybe have a discussion later about whether they should have delayed it, but the fact is they did not delay it. It's really, really a circus. If you missed it, then um, I'm going to give it the overview, but it's really just a circus and a half. So here the, the convicted felon uh, then declares that his former client, who was he once said what he would take a bullet for, which is what he did say, he said President Trump is a racist, common, and a cheat who has been involved in, in illicit acts. He also announced that um, he's providing the committee with some irrefutable evidence of Trump's alleged illicit behavior. So this is what he dropped on the committee right before it started. A copy of a check President Trump wrote from his personal bank account after he became president to reimburse me for hush money payments I made to cover up an affair with an in a whore, a.k.a. an adult star uh, film star and to prevent damage to his campaign copies of financial statements from 2001 to 2013 that he gave to institutions like Deutsche Bank a copy of an article with Mr. Trump's handwriting on it reported on an auction of a portrait of himself he arranged for the bidder ahead of time to reimburse the bidder for the account from his nonprofit charitable foundation copies of letters uh, I wrote to uh, President Trump's direction to threaten his high school, college, and college board to not release his grades or SAT scores. Cohen also underscores that Trump was very aware of his ongoing negotiations with the Trump Tower Moscow project well into 2016 and lied about it reportedly. To be clear, Mr. Trump knew of and directed the Trump Moscow negotiations throughout his campaign and lied about it, uh, claims Cohen. He lied about it because he never expected to win the election. He also lied about it because he stood to make hundreds of millions of dollars on the Moscow real estate project. So 
I lied about it too because I'm such a nice, loyal worker because Mr. Trump had made it clear to me through his personal statements to me that we both knew were false and through his lies to the country that he wanted me to lie. He also made it clear to me because his personal attorneys reviewed the statements before I gave it to Congress. Chairman Cummings, ranking member uh, Jordan, and members of the committee, thank you for inviting me. And there goes his long, long statement. Another article. This is from the Washington Times from this morning. Cohen admits he has no evidence. Trump colluded with Russians, but I have my suspicions. So this is the station break. Thank you for joining me here on The Range. My name is Eric Thompson. You're watching The Informant. Please download The Range app on your iPhone or Android and tell everybody about it as we work to make a difference on The Range. You can also get a hold of me on magabook.com, my social media platform, or spreely.com and other social media sites. Okay, so just to slow down here. So Cohen, who hired Lenny Davis, who was Clinton's personal attorney, he contacted Cummings and Schiff of the House Oversight Committee and said, um, okay, we're, we would, we're going to accept your invitation for Cohen to come speak. And, we're, and I just need to, we just need to know what you're going to ask, how you're going to ask it. We're going to come up with the answers, and we're going to do this. Ready, break. So the problem is when Cohen gets up there, he says, well, there's no collusion. And he says several times, well, I know uh, from the New York Southern District Court, from the from the prosecutors, that they said that I'm a liar, that I do everything for personal gain. But and that's why I, I agreed. I, I pled guilty. But that's really not so true. But they said, but they said it and they're the ones that prosecuted you and you're guilty. Yeah, but but that's not really I'm not really I'm a, I'm a new person. Nobody bought it. You're, it's it. It's just unbelievable. All right. So here's another article. Let's continue. Washington Times. Cohen admits he has no evidence that Trump colluded with Russians, but I have my suspicions. There are so many dots that seem to lead to that conclusion. This is attorney of 10 years that supposedly would take a bullet for the president. Knew him so well, had dinners with him, but he had no proof. So there's an article here from uh, Bailey Vogt and Jeff Murdoch. Uh, let's see. President Trump's former attorney, Michael Cohen, said Wednesday that he has no evidence suggesting. He has no evidence suggesting his former boss colluded with Russia during the 2016 presidential campaign. But he has his suspicions. Quote, questions have been raised about whether I know of direct evidence with President Trump or his campaign. If it colluded with Russia, I do not. And I want to be clear, but I have my suspicions, unquote, Cohen told lawmakers this morning. There are so many dots that seem to lead in the direction of Russia. President Vladimir Putin, he added, quote, as I stated in my earlier testimony, I wouldn't use the word colluding, unquote. He said, quote, whether we whether uh, was there something odd about the back and forth praise of President Putin? Yes, but I'm not really sure I can answer that question in terms of collusion, unquote. Cohen added that President Trump's desire to win would have him work with him worth anyone. Once Trump's loyal attorney and fixer Cohen has 
turned on his former boss to cooperate with special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation. He began a three-year prison sentence. He begins a three-year prison sentence in May after he pled guilty to lying to Congress in 2017, committing campaign finance violations while working for Trump. Cohen described President Trump as a racist, as a con man, and whose bad character traits far outweigh his good. So, Cohen, who's a convicted felon, who's been disbarred from the New York uh, Attorneys um, Association, he can no longer practice law for being a convicted felon, lie, 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 manipulation, financial documents, modifications, lie, 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 then says, well, what New York is saying about me is a lie, 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 lie. For example, one thing is that they said that that Cohen was upset because he wanted a position in the White House and expected to get a position in the White House. And when he didn't get it, then he turned on President Trump. So when they asked him about it, he was, well, no, they're not. They're wrong. And so they said, well, or did they lie? Are you lying? Well, no, not saying they're lying, but I did get a position with President Trump. Well, what position did you get in the White House? Well, I didn't get a position in the White House. What position did you get in the cabinet? I didn't get a position in the cabinet. Then what are you talking about? Well, you know, <laughs> so it's typical back and forth. Republicans, you're a liar, deceiver, don't know why we're here, catch you on a lie, catch you on a lie. Democrats, well, we know you're a liar, but you want to be a better person, right? And you you care about your children, right? Isn't Trump trying to get you killed? Well, not trying to get me killed, but Republicans, well, you just lied again, and we caught you on a lie and exaggeration, and what? Well, yeah, well, and that's that's basically all that happened. No collusion proven. Everything is up to interpretation. And Cohen wants people to believe that he is a reformed person all of a sudden, and he is trustworthy. So let's continue. Oh, let's see. In a statement, Trump's, uh, Cohen says he's ashamed that he worked for a racist and a crook, and that President Trump's bad traits out for his, outweigh his good, and he regrets all the help and support I gave him along the way. Cohen said he would provide a copy of a $35,000 check for by Mr. Trump and dated August 17th when he was president. He asked that the payments were made for president's personal bank account to reimburse Cohen for paying off the prostitute whore Stormy Davis. Now, when it comes to this, this was interesting. So Cohen's saying that President Trump lied and because he used campaign money to pay him to because he to reimburse him for paying off Stormy Davis, who fought, who signed an NDA that she would not say anything about an alleged an alleged affair, but she broke that anyway. So they said, okay. Um, he said, I have eleven checks showing the payments to pay me back, and they said, well, do you have copies of those? No. Okay, well, where are the check copies? Well, I can get them. We've well, had all this time. You don't have the checks. Where did the payments go? To my personal bank account with my wife. Hmm. Did you report those on the tax forms? No. <laughs> ah. Oh, man. Well, let's uh, see other some other lies that came out of this. All right. Let's continue here.
WashingtonTimes.com. So there's a $35,000 check signed by President Trump, supposedly to reimburse. Now, this is what's interesting about this. And let me close this one out here. Okay. We'll, get, we'll cover this in a second. Um, Jim Jordan goes off on Cohen here. And CNN had evidence before we did. Okay. So they kept asking, they kept asking Cohen. Okay. Well, what about, what about the checks? What about this? What about this? Do you have this? Did you say this? Why did you say this? And there, there was a, there's a representative from Louisiana that he said, you know, good old, gets a real good Southern guy. And he says, you know, sir, I'd like to, I feel bad for your family. But I don't know if he was a district attorney or a police officer before he got in the house. He goes, but I've arrested a lot of men like you that feel really bad once you get caught. And while you're getting booked, you're real apologetic. But as soon as you get out, you go right back to where you came from. Have you been offered a book or movie deal? He goes, yes, I've had several people offer me that. And he says, well, then this is a waste of time because you're going to try to get your sentence reduced in New York. And then as soon as you get out of jail, if you go at all, you're going to be rich. And I think you're going to be really okay when it's all said and done. And he will be. He's going to be very wealthy when it's all said and done. All right, well, here's an article from Gateway Pundit. I'm covering about three, four hours of stuff here, so there's a lot. But I wanted to at least give you an overview of how this went down. Fireworks. I showed you Jim Jordan to start the broadcast today. Uh, Republican uh, Representative Jim Jordan goes off on Cohen hearing. CNN had evidence before we did. President Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, is testifying before the House Oversight Committee on Wednesday morning as the president holds high-level talks with North Korean leader in Vietnam. Cohen told the House Committee that Trump had advanced knowledge of plans to release Democratic emails during the 2016 campaign. Republican Representative Jim Jordan went off at the start of the hearing. Jordan slammed the Democrats and Cohen team, Cohen team for leaking his testimony to CNN before the GOP had a chance to review the information. That's what we were talking about. The GOP got it at the last second. Representative Jordan you all, you know who had this material before all the members of the committee. CNN had it before we did. CNN had the evidence before we did. I want to be recognized. You know who had the material before all the members of the committee? CNN did before we did. CNN had the evidence and I want to be recognized. You know who had, this is a, just another quote, a tweet. So it's just like with CNN when it came to the arrest of, Right, uh, Roger Stone. CNN was notified by the FBI that there was going to be arrest, so CNN was there to have the video cameras with like sixty or seventy people with machine guns raiding Stone's home. And CNN was there because they just they were lucky. They happened to be outside the house, and nobody told them. Well, when when you have Hillary's former attorney. Lanny Davis, who's in bed with CNN and all the deep state, then you know this was a fix right from the beginning. So there's nothing here at all. There was one lady, she says, I'm a black American from Detroit, and President Trump keeps talking about negatively about black Americans. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out where is she getting that from? Black unemployment is a record low. <laughs> 
he he said he said that Haiti was a SHIT hole. But I don't remember him talking negatively against black Americans. But that was did President Trump ever say anything? Well, you know, he said uh he said have you ever seen a black uh person run a good country? <laughs> there you go. There is your racist there's your racist confirmation from the elaborate discussion today. Another article from Gateway Pundit. Cohen admits Democrats set up hearing implicates Schiff and Cummings along with Attorney Davis, Attorney Lanny Davis. So when we get back from the break, we're going to continue this because I think this is really dirty. Really dirty. Here's your collusion that they've been looking for. So thank you for watching. I am the informant. We'll be right back. She said, Dad, there's a man in black tactical gear shooting up the Baptist church. Every one of those shots to me represented one of my neighbors, one of my friends. And I ran as fast as I could. Immediately, he came out of the church shooting at me. He hit the truck in front of me, hit the car behind me, hit the house behind me, and I hit him. He had an AR-15, but so did I. And it's not the gun, it's the heart. It's a, it's a matter of the heart. I'm, I'm not the bravest man in the world or anything, but I was here. I was here, and I could do something. And I had to do something. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for staying with me through the break. My name is Eric Thompson. This is The Informant. If you were just catching us here for the second hour, we're breaking down the Cohen testimony today. The rat on DC. I think he's talking too much. A lot more than they were expecting. I love Bon Jovi. That was a good tune. All right, so th thanks again for watching. So let's jump in here. If you uh, missed the first part of the show, you can go ahead and watch it back. It'll be playback on all the social media sites and on my YouTube channel. 
All right, so here we go. Let's look back into Gateway Pundit. This was something that kind of caught me off guard. It says uh, Cohen admits the Democrats setting up the hearing with him, with his attorney, Lanny Davis. President Trump's former attorney, a lawyer, Michael Cohen, is testifying before the House Oversight Committee on Wednesday morning as the president holds high-level peace talks with North Korean leader in Vietnam. Cohen told the committee that Trump had advanced knowledge of plans to release Democratic emails. We talked about that. Cohen said that President Trump's a racist or whatever, whatever. Republican Jody Heiss of Georgia grilled Cohen on his plotting with Democrats before today's hearing. Cohen implemented representatives Cummings and Schiff with plotting and planning today's hearing. Cohen states Democrats set up hearing and implicates Schiff and Cummings, Lanny Davis agenda working for free. Let's see what this video has to say. Mr. Davis uh, and you and frankly the chairman and perhaps others to be rather stunning that there is a, an agenda for all this uh, happening here today and I, I believe frankly that that's to bring uh, the president down to impugn the president. Uh, you made an oath last time you were here and that oath meant nothing to you then. Uh, we had an oath here in this very room about a month ago, and it was, quote, be clear that I will seek the truth, nothing but the truth, so help me God, end quote. That sounds like an oath to me. The chairman made that statement in this very room last month. But here we are today, our first big hearing with, as you and we all know, a convicted liar lying to Congress, a criminal and I, I believe this witness is totally incompatible inca uh, with the stated goal of having to seek the truth in this hearing. This is the first time in the history of Congress we have someone testifying here who has already been convicted of lying to Congress. So congratulations for being the first in Congress to do that. And Mr. Thank Cummings you. as well. I can't believe we're coming. We have brought this committee to its knees in terms of losing its credibility. And it's a shameful mockery of what our purpose is. I yield back. Gentleman Simon has expired. Mr. Lynch. All right. So he, and this was pretty prevalent throughout the hearing. The Republicans were like, this is shameful. What are we doing here? The guy's a liar. He's already lied to us before. Well, here is, a, here is the video where Cohen admits that his lawyer spoke with Schiff and Cummings. Uh, I'd like to know who you consulted with to prepare for today's hearing, Lanny Davis, and who else? I consulted with my counsel, Lanny Davis, as well as Michael Monaco. All right. Uh, did uh, you or Michael or Lanny Davis or anyone else cooperate with the Democratic majority to prepare for this hearing? Um, I'm sorry. Say that again, please. Did, anyone, did you or anyone else on your team cooperate with the Democrat Party in preparing for this hearing? Uh, we've, we've spoken to the party. Okay. Did you prepare with Chairman Cummings or anyone on your team? Uh, I'm sorry. What do you mean by prepare? Prepare for this hearing. Prepare? I prepared with my counsel. Did I you spoke prepare with, with any, the Democrat majority or Chairman Cummings? We spoke with Chairman Cummings and the party. With uh, Chairman... Uh, Schiff spoke with Chairman Schiff and his part and uh, his people as well. Were there any other individuals uh, acting as a liaise uh, for you with the majority party? 
I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, what are you saying? Did you have a liaison other than these that you've mentioned who were working with the majority uh, to prepare for this hearing? Liaison. We spoke with the various individuals that you just raised, yes. Uh, Tom Steyer, um, regarding him or any of his representatives, uh, anyone associated with him, is, are the, is he or any of them paying Lanny Davis to represent you? Not that I'm aware of. Who is paying Lanny Davis? At the present moment, no one. Uh, so he's doing all this work for nothing? Yes, sir. Okay. And I hope so. Um, I kind of doubt it. But uh, how did Lanny Davis come to represent you? Did he approach you or did you approach him? I reached out to Lanny Davis at the recommendation of my former counsel over at um, McDermott, Will, and Emery who knew Mr. Davis and Mr. So Davis. you reached out to Mr. Davis? No, I did, yes, initially. Okay, uh, so did, did you want to testify before Congress or did he urge you to testify here? I was asked to come here and I am here, sir, voluntarily because it's my You were decision. asked by who? My question, did, did he ask you to come here? No, sir. Okay, uh, because he, he, he says that he did ask you to come here and that he convinced you and also that he uh, did the same with uh, Chairman Cummings as well. So your, your testimony here is that you approached Lanny Davis uh, to represent you and to come here. He did not persuade you to come here. He did not persuade me. Actually, Chairman Cummings, which is part of the conversations that we engaged in with his people, as well as Chairman Schiff and others, they, they, we spoke in order to ask me to come here voluntarily. I find the connecting of the dots here with, with Mr. Davis uh, and you and frankly the chairman and perhaps others to be rather stunning that there is a, an agenda for all this uh, happening here today and I, I, I believe frankly that that's to bring uh, the president down to impugn the president. Uh, you made an oath last time you were here, and that oath meant nothing to you then. Uh, we had an oath here in this very room about a month ago, and it was, quote, be clear that I will seek the truth, nothing but the truth, so help me God, end quote. That sounds like an oath to me. The chairman made that statement in this very room last month. But here we are today, our first big hearing, with, as you and we all know, a convicted liar, lying to Congress, a criminal. And I, I believe this witness is totally incompatible in, uh, with the stated goal of having to seek the truth in this hearing. This is the first time in the history of Congress we have someone testifying here who has already been convicted of lying to Congress. So congratulations for being the first in Congress to do that and Mr. Thank Cummings you. as smart well. Alec. I can't believe we're coming. We have brought this committee to its knees in terms of losing its credibility. Yes, yes, and yes, that's the Democrats have no problem <clears throat> with uh, bringing their committee down because the Democrats don't have ethics anymore. And that's because Democrats, it's really all about, well, can we, when well, here's an article um, from Vanity Fair that we'll cover in a second, but 
they're they're obviously part of the deep state. They're part of CNN, who working with Lanny Davis and, and everybody else at the um, at Mueller's office tend to get leaks, leaks, leaks. Remember during the fake Russia collusion story that pretty much is dead, buried, will go down in history as the biggest coup attempt in American history. Mueller is going to finally release something, which is going to be disappointing. So Democrats, who really all they care about is 2020. They, they know they're not going to take President Trump out at this point. But did you get a check from President Trump? There, there, was, a, there was a Republican that did a really good job, and I don't remember what state he was from. But he, he really pinned down Cohen and said, okay, you you brought in at the last second with us not having an opportunity to go through all this. Checks. You don't have all 11 checks. Do you have any corroborating emails, text, or recordings to prove that the payments that President Trump sent you were to reimburse you for writing for paying the prostitute? to come out and testify that President Trump had an affair with her. Well, well, I, I'm saying it. No, no, you're a liar. So do you have any emails? President Trump doesn't email. Do you have any text? President Trump doesn't text. So you don't have anything besides your word that the payments that you're showing the checks for, that they there's no way for you to prove that those were not just for legal fees or retainers that they were reimbursements. Well, you can look at the NDAs and you can kind of try to... The answer is no. What All, all that's going to play out here is Democrats, oh, see, we have something to follow up, follow up on now that the Russian collusion story, the, the Mueller investigation is going to end. So this will be the little bit of a spark for us to continue. But Vanity Fair, earth-shattering, and testimony against Trump, Michael Cohen, preparing to shock lawmakers. I'm sorry, Vanity Fair, but your article was a waste of time because that didn't happen. Okay, this tells you how it's been going for Cohen today. This is an article from Free Beacon. Even a CNN panel said that Cohen lied when he told Congress he never wanted a White House job. Even CNN said that. So watch, watch this video. Okay, here we go. CNN. Manner. And the one potential problem that I thought Michael Cohen has is when he was asked if he wanted a job in the White House. And he said no. Our reporting, I know, Pam, you've been told, I've yeah. been told, all of us, uh, by people in and around the process, real time. He very much, he very much wanted did. a job in the White House, yeah, very uh, much. And I'll just say one other thing that he fact, said specifically. Let, let me interrupt you for yeah. one second just to, just, oh, just to show that, uh, that clip uh, that I think a lot of us here mm -hmm. raised our eyebrows because we knew it to not be true. Uh, take a listen. How long did you work in the White House? I never worked in the White House. And that's the point, isn't it, Mr. Cohen? No, sir. Yes, it is. No, it's not, sir. You wanted to work in the House. No, you sir. Didn't get brought to the dance, sir. And now I was extremely proud to be personal attorney to the President of the United States of America. 
I did not want to go to the White House. I was offered jobs. I can tell you a story of Mr. Trump reaming out Reince Priebus because I had not taken a job where Mr. Trump wanted me to, which is working with Don McGahn at the White House General Counsel's Cohen, office. You and I, I think the issue there is that one sentence, mm -hmm. I did not want to go yeah. to the White House. Uh, all of our reports right. suggest that's not true. And let me just tell you that after he said that, I reached out to Reince Priebus. I spoke to him, and his comment was no comment. He said, I'm not getting involved in this. But I can just say, and we all, of course, witnessed this real, <clears throat> real time, that this president, probably more than any other, if you want somebody in the White House, they're there. Um, you know, Reince Priebus and, and John Kelly probably didn't want Omarosa to be working in the White House and other people, but they were there because the president wanted it to be so. So if Michael Cohen and the president really wanted it to happen, more importantly, the president, it would have happened, and he wanted it. Jeffrey. Well, there you go. So, so let, me, let me ask you a question, okay? So Cohen is a convicted liar. Eight counts, I think, from the Southern District Court of New York. He's going to go to jail. He lies, he lies, he lies, he lies, he lies, he lies. This time, he, after working through Lanny Davis for Cummings and for Shift and everybody trying to get him ready to come in and, and try to give more dirt on President Trump, the, the, the problem that happens, though, at this point is that Cohen lies so much, he doesn't even know what he's lying about and he forgets the lies and he makes up stories so he reacts and lies makes it up and then has to find out later well actually that's not true but he wanted to get out of the hot seat so you heard the video but here is the here is the um the rest of the article that uh, even cnn had to admit that he's he lied at least once today at least once this article from uh, Jeffrey uh, Camino of the Free Beacon, a CNN panel said Michael Cohen made a false claim Wednesday when he said he never wanted a job at the White House in the White House during his testimony before the House Oversight Committee. Quote, the one potential problem that I thought Michael Cohen has is when he was asked if he wanted a job in the White House and he answered no, unquote. Correspondent Dana Bash said, quote, our reporting I know Pam, and you have been told, and I have been told, and all of us by people in around the process at the time, he very much wanted a job in the White House. And even Jake Tapper said that yes, he did. Well, it's <laughs> here's here here is uh, we'll get to Candace Owens' article here in a second. All right, so if you're just watching, uh, welcome to the informant. We're breaking down the Michael Cohen testimony today. So he had his 20-page pre-written opening statement trying not to further incriminate himself because he has a problem of lying and perjuring himself. And they've been going back and forth. The Republicans have been showing is the further lies, more lies, more lies. He even, when pressed, Cohen said that he recorded President Trump illegally but it's not illegal in new york they said well is it against your ethics as an attorney to not disclose to your client that you're recording them well who's to say the bar that's up to them to decide so they said one of the democrats said hey you said you recorded more people like a hundred other clients would you be willing to release those without 
asking those clients first of the privilege they have, the, the attorney-client privilege, would you be willing to release those? Oh, sure. You can have all of my tapes I, of me illegally recording my cl other clients too because in New York it's not illegal, but it's unethical. So when pressed by the Republicans, later on he's like, well, you know, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to give you those tapes, um, but, you know, after we check with our attorney privilege, just whatever. Let me out of my three years. You can have all my legal tapes. I don't care. I don't care about anybody but me, me, me. And that's that's what it was really sticking out to me through the process. Okay, now, Cohen said that President Trump is a racist in his opening statement, opening remarks. Where's an article from Gateway Pundit? Boom, Candace Owens drops the bomb. Michael Cohen approached her to lie about racist Trump. Candace Owens taunted Michael Cohen Wednesday morning after Trump's former lawyer testified to Donald Trump as a racist and a con man. Michael Cohen a convicted liar who was disbarred, testified in a public congressional hearing Wednesday. In his opening statement, Cohen called President Trump a racist, a con man, and a cheat. Candace Owens immediately dropped a little surprise. And this is to uh, Michael Cohen. Hey, Candace, do you remember? Actually, I'm sorry. This is uh, uh, my, uh, Mr. Owens. Mrs. Miss Owens tweeted out a private tweeter message that Cohen sent to her last summer. And asked, should I go nuclear on Michael Cohen? Should I go nuclear on Michael Cohen, who I know for years ago and who tried to approach me last summer to help change the narrative, also known as a lie about President Trump? Owens asked, adding, because I'm thinking about uh, thinking about I should I'm thinking I should. This coward plotted this entire racist lie to save himself. So this is Cohen when he uh, asked uh, Candace, he had direct a message on Twitter last August. Candace, do you remember where you originally know me from? Hmm. Should I go nuclear on uh, Michael Cohen? Hmm. I know from years ago and who tried to approach me last summer to help change the narrative. Also known lie about the president because I'm thinking I should. This coward plotted this entire racist lie to save himself. Cohen approached Candace Owens, a black young woman, to try to see if he could get her to say that President Trump was a racist. And she kept it. So as Cohen is testifying, she's saying, should I really reveal what, what Cohen did to me? His private messages like this one. Cohen is a blatant pathological liar who wants to get out of his three-year prison sentence, period. He knows he will get rich off of books and movies once he gets done with his prison term or escaping it, and it's all about survival right now. Lanny Davis, supposedly, is not getting paid to do this. In the testimony, though, Cohen said, somebody said, do you plan on paying Lanny Davis? He goes, uh, well, he's not getting paid now. Well, but do you ever plan on paying him? Well, once I am financially in a position to, I will pay him. 
So this, in English, he's not getting money now. As soon as my book deals and money deals come in for tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars, who knows? I'm going to pay Davis a lot of money for doing this for me. Let's finish up with the last story here. The uh, House of Representatives did pass a resolution aimed at blocking President Trump's national emergency declaration. Even though Obama and everybody else used the declaration of emergency to get things done with the swine flu or whatever, or, you know, they use government money to build walls for other countries. President Trump can't do it. So the article says the House Representative passed a resolution Tuesday afternoon that would terminate President Trump's national emergency uh, proclamation, which is also being challenged in court by multiple lawsuits. The final vote fell 245 to 182, but 13 Republicans did join Democrats in supporting the measure. The bill now goes to the Republican-controlled Senate, which must vote on the measure within 18 days. President Trump has vowed to veto the resolution. Well, because introduced by Democrats last week, the measure would reverse the implementation of President Trump's controversial proclamation, which he is relying on to unilaterally access $3.6 billion in military construction funds to build his long-promised wall along the U.S.-Mexico border. Quote, this is the most consequential vote that we've taken with respect to the separation of powers probably in decades and with respect to the balance of power in the Constitution between the present Congress, unquote, Democratic Texas Representative Joaquin Castro, the proposal's lead sponsor told reporters Tuesday morning before the vote. Now, the Senate did go along, and they, believe it or not, also voted with the Democrats to say that President Trump could not could not do a declaration of independence because they do not believe there's an emergency on the southern border, and we've covered this quite in detail. Drugs, MS-13 gang members, it was even brought up in the Cohen hearing today. What about the MS-13 gang members this week that they caught? What about they're looking for other MS or other uh, cartel that have come across? What about, what about, what about just this week alone? But there's no emergency. So the 13 Republicans who also voted uh, up at the Senate it says 13 Republicans rebuked President Donald Trump on Tuesday, supporting a Democratic effort to block his national emergency declaration to fund a wall at the U.S.-Mexican border. A resolution of disapproval to overturn Trump's move passed the House 245 to 182 with almost every Democrat and 13 Republicans. So I'm sorry, these are the 13 uh, House members. The Senate's going to vote next week. So these are the 13 Republicans that did it. So let's see. Justin Amash from Michigan. Uh, Brian Fitzpatrick from uh, Pennsylvania. Mike Gallagher from, uh, from Wisconsin. Harara Brelter from Washington. Texas Representative Will Hurd. I'm surprised he did that. Poor Will. Um, uh, Dusty Johnson from South Dakota. Thomas Macy from uh, Kentucky. Kathy Morris Rogers from Washington. Sounds familiar. Francis Rooney from Florida. Uh, Jim Sensenbrenner from Wisconsin. They're all liberal states, New York, Michigan, Oregon. So those are the 13 House members, Republicans, that also voted with the majority to tell President Trump 
that he could not that he could not declare a state of emergency on the southern border, even though there's drugs, gang members, people dying of drugs, murders, rapes, and sex trade coming across the border, uh, caravans pouring up, 600,000 people coming across our border that are getting caught, hundreds of thousands of others who don't get caught. Not an emergency according to the majority in the House and these rhinos. Like I said, the the Senate's going to take it up next week where there's already defectors in the Senate. So it's possible they'll get the 60 votes and it will then go to President Trump. But with the Congress basically saying, we do not agree with you and we're not going to let you go through with the declaration of emergency, President Trump, which is interesting, then will veto it and it will go back to the courts. So there's no emergency at our border. Cohen, who got caught lying again today, the CNN even had to admit it. And all you're going to hear in the news, bombshells dropped. Cohen drops checks, proves that President Trump lied and that he was still talking to Russia about the Russian, about a Trump Tower in Russia, which shows that he was trying to buy favors with Russia as they were meddling in our election. But there's no physical proof of any collusion, and Mueller's investigation is going to say that. But it doesn't matter because the left isn't going to verify anything except they're going. They're not going to see the soundbite. CNN is not going to report breaking news. Uh, Cohen lied today about not wanting to position the White House. That's not what they're going to hear. They're going to hear Cohen shocks D.C. with checks. Not all the checks because he forgot to bring them all proving that President Trump paid him using campaign finance money to silence the prostitute female pornographic actress superstar Stormy Davis. That's all you're going to hear. At least you didn't have to watch two, three hours of it. I did. I found it interesting as somebody that likes politics, but in the end, you didn't miss much. You didn't miss much at all, except to summarize Cohen will be wealthy when it's all said and done. He, he said several times during the speech that he was trying to uh, be available and then he was going to ask that a sentence from 70-year sentence that was only went down, went down to three years would go down even less. The Republicans are they have enough rhinos in the ranks that they are going to vote to try to make sure that President Trump has to do his first veto of his administration that the Congress did not want him to do the Declaration of Independence in the of a uh, Declaration of Emergency in the end. So, but Donald Trump's going rogue on a wall, and he's superventing uh, the Constitution. He's going around the Constitution, the separation of powers, and he's taking the constitutionally appropriated funds for the military, and he's going to illegally use them to build a wall. And that's how today sums up. So. Do want to thank you for watching. This has been the Informant. My name is Eric Thompson. Please uh, share the show on social media, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. Check us out on Spritly.com, Magabook.com, The Range, everywhere. But please get this out. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. You guys have a great afternoon, and uh, hopefully this makes a little more sense. And I will see you later.